0: W.A.T.D. presents The People's Truth, a show
1: dedicated to bringing communities
0: together and keeping the truth alive. Join us each week as we shine the light of justice on topics, people and local businesses that highlight the real people's truth. Here is your host, Benny Rabbi. Good evening. Welcome, welcome, 95.9 FM, WATD. That's right, give it up, folks. It's 9 o'clock, it's time for The People's Truth, heard live here on the South Shore's radio station. And now an official exciting announcement on all major streaming platforms. You can find us on Podbean, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, you name it. We got it, we are here with you. Benny Rabbi, your host Happy to be here with you another Monday night, a little chilly Monday night at that. But you know what? A great night for the same thing we love every single day, folks. And that is the great game of hockey. We have a great show lined up for you tonight. We have some wonderful guests here in studio. And I think we're going to have a great conversation tonight one way or the other. No way around it. Live radio, folks. We may even take some phone calls tonight if that was to be the case. 781-837-4900. And we'll uh, maybe take some caller questions. We definitely have some email questions that we put out earlier on Facebook got some great response on that. Go ahead and take care of business. First of all, let's meet some of our guests here tonight. We have three in studio tonight, all socially distanced appropriately, of course, as is the tradition here in 2020, which hopefully will soon be over as long as everyone keeps that mask on and stays safe, does the right thing. And I know the holidays are upon us. Uh, Happy Franks Gibbons, one and all. But, you know, we got to make sure that we're all here next year to celebrate just the same. So let's uh, go around the horn here. Let's start. We'll introduce our first guest, Mr. Tom Walsh, the uh, owner and uh, operator of East Coast Militia. Welcome to the table, sir.
2: Hey, Ben, thanks for having us. Um, like you said, I'm Tom Walsh. I'm one of the owners of the East Coast Militian Vikings Hockey Club. We're happy to be uh, on board here tonight, and I'd like to uh, introduce Anthony Chigasola and Adam Clancy.
3: Uh, hey, thank you very much, Tom. Uh, my name's Anthony Chigasola. I'm the director of youth transition over at the Vikings and East Coast Militian. Uh, just couldn't be happier to be here, and uh, here's Clancy.
1: Thanks, Tom. Uh, thanks, Ben, for having us tonight. Really appreciate it. Uh, Adam Clancy, I'm the head coach of the U8 Premier Little Vikings uh, off to a wonderful start, two and zero, uh, and let's keep the ball rolling. That's the way to be, gentlemen. Welcome, welcome. You know, I was
0: excited to put this show together tonight because I thought this would be a great showcase of some of the finest hockey you can find here in the South Shore. I mean, between the two programs that we're running here, it sounds like a pretty good deal for the young ones, no matter what, boys and girls. And I'll uh, throw that to Chigs. Uh, we see you out there on the ice pretty often there. What's, what's some of the stuff you notice in the, uh, the game today as it's evolving through COVID and as we're trying to adapt to all these safety precautions? What do you notice? What sticks out to you recently?
3: Well, I think the most important thing, um, and I think that across the board, all the organizations in Massachusetts, um, we all are just happy to be out on the ice. Uh, I can't imagine what a lot of these kids are going through nowadays, and for us to able to safely play hockey no matter what, uh, if we do agree with the rules or not, the kids are out there having a good time, they're getting a good workout, and they're, you know, living their life the way that they should. Um, you know, I'm not saying that the pandemic uh, is challenging, but we do everything that we can, especially at our rank, to, you know, make sure every child out there is safe and all the coaches and are safe and the parents. But the most important thing is all the kids in our program right now are able to play hockey which is just such a huge part in a lot of these kids lives
0: coach clancy i I know you can echo something similar what have you noticed amongst the ranks there of just the morale of the kids being able to get on the ice and even yourself you know there's nothing else happening as far as ice time so this is the only privilege of being a part of that
1: is getting that ice time sometimes right no absolutely you know and like chig said you know it's seeing the smile on the kids face every day coming to practice playing games it's that's what it's all about and you know at the younger level the kids would definitely do what it takes to get on the ice and they will obey any rule and regulation that the rinks and the the state put out there so it's just nice to see them out there playing having fun and and building that you know that team chemistry and those those friendships that really you know last a lifetime
0: absolutely well said tom i'm going to come back to you now how, when did you get involved uh, with the east coast militia when did you take over the ownership of it and just explain the process of how you guys got started and just you know where it's at now, and, and is this what you guys thought it would be, or did it take a wild turn?
2: Yeah, I mean, about five years ago, I got in, uh, involved with in the East Coast Militia just because I was working for a junior program, and I wanted to get kind of at the grassroots level, the on the youth side. Um, and at the time, we were just a, a summer tournament program doing skills as well, and it's you know blossomed in the last five years. Um, you know, into learn to skate all all the way through U18 um, summer tournaments, summer tournament team skills training programs, rank management. Um, and really the whole gamut of, of what, you know, hockey operations are at this level. So, um, you know, it's been a, you know, a very fun and fulfilling five years uh, for sure.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, Coach Chigasola, when did you get involved in the program here? How did this uh, – how, how did he get you?
3: Uh, um, so about a little over two years ago, a family friend of mine named Tom Mason ended up asking me if I'd be interested in helping out with hockey. Um, My grandfather owned a hockey company called New England Hockey Institute. So my entire childhood, all the way till I was uh, in college, was all these clinics and skills that he would teach and some junior high and high school teams. And uh, when I finished playing, um, I ended up taking a step back from hockey for about, God, about eight years. Um, And he said, hey, do you want to come down and maybe teach some skills? And it went from teaching skills one night a week to hey, do you want to coach a team? And then, hey, do you want to uh, do skills every week? Do you want to start doing development to learn to skate stuff? And um, so now it's at the point where, you know, I do pretty much anything that Tom and Nick ask of me, and and everything's for the betterment of the program. So
0: That's awesome. Well said, man, well said. Uh, coach Clancy, uh, same for yourself. I mean, how did you get wrangled into this, and uh, has it been a positive influence on you? The kid's a positive influence right back at you, and... How's it, how does it feel? Tell the world.
1: It's it's great. You know, I've I've been coaching now. This is my my twelfth year. Um, I've coached at you know a couple different organizations such as the Boston Junior Terriers and the Boston Junior Huskies. Um, I've been friends with Coach Chigs now for God, 10, 10 plus years, and for the last several years he's been trying to get me to come over to the Militia, and uh, you know, things just happened pretty quickly in this summer, and it, it's been great. Uh, my whole coaching career I've done the older kids high school with. U14s, U16s, U18s, and this year doing the, the little mites, it's it's definitely a breath of fresh air. You know, they're, they're a fun little group of kids, and believe it or not, they listen better than most of the high school kids I coach.
0: That is impressive. That is impressive. I mean, we've all seen the high school-level athletes, and uh, we all know how much they know best, even though the coaches still always seem to find a way to uh, come out on top for them, you know? Uh, But yeah, that's great. So you guys are all involved in various levels of the sport. And it's just great to see people giving back, first and foremost, uh, especially the way you guys do. I know you guys are probably three of the busiest individuals in the hockey community right now. Uh, We have a running joke. Tom, how was the best way to get in touch with you?
2: Uh, there is no good way. There is no good way. Don't
0: bother, folks. Just hope for the, It's like a carrier pigeon. You send the note, hope for the best, and, you know, he'll see it. He will see it. Let's it's just, just say,
1: don't put Tom down as your emergency contact.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's some good stuff there. Uh, we got a couple of minutes before our first break. Uh, I want to give you gentlemen an opportunity just to tell people how can they get involved with the East Coast Militia, with the Vikings Hockey Club. How can they reach out if there's folks listening out there who want to sign their kids up for one of the top programs here on the East Coast.
2: I mean, it, it is a funny joke, but in all seriousness, you can always reach me at uh, my cell phone number, which is nine seven eight five one two nine nine three five, or via our website. Um, and from there, you know, I may... Not always get back to you, but I'll do my best. And if I don't, then I'll forward it on to somebody else, and uh, most likely Anthony Chagasola, and he will get back to you very promptly.
0: <laughs> Wonderful, he is very prompt at it too. Two a.m. You were still rocking and rolling last night, buddy.
3: Yeah, two a.m. Yeah. <laughs> so much fun. You know, it never really ends, and everything. And I think one of the biggest parts of our organization is the fact that you know we constantly are talking every single day. Um, there's really not that many people in our organization that really make it run. Um, But when I really don't even know the last time I didn't talk to Nick or Tom or Berg, uh, I I can't even remember the last time I didn't talk to them, at least one of them one day. So, you know, people Facebook us, LinkedIn us, uh, Instagram, anything, uh, any way that you reach out to us, we'll get back to you and, and everything like that as quick as we can
0: that's awesome. And uh, before we go to our break here, uh, I know your uh, social media page is always bumping and jumping. You're always doing something for the kids. You got the tunes rolling. We notice, Jigs. We all see it. Don't you worry, buddy. We see it. I just wanted to give you props, man. It's a good job that you're doing out there, keeping those kids motivated like that.
3: Yeah, you know, I I don't know. For me, it's, you know, hockey nowadays is so different where, you know, I grew up in WHK, and you were lucky if you got a matching pair of socks that didn't have holes in it. And now the kids have all this swag. And, you know, it's nice to see them enjoy coming to the rink. And I try to make it the best family atmosphere as I can. And, you know, I've chosen to basically do away with my personal Facebook page and just make it all about the kids. Um, Because, you know, some of my happiest memories are definitely when I was playing hockey. Um, As a kid and everything at WHK, going to like a Waterville Valley tournament, stuff like that. And um, I just try my best Every single day To make sure that these kids You know when they come They have a blast They work hard Yes I'm glad that I have A wagon of a team But you know um, (laughs) it's, it's, It's really truly awesome To see them walk into the rink And they're all excited To get on the ice And see each other And everything So that's that's why I put the little extra time in that. Um, it's all about the kids.
0: That's awesome, man. Well said. Well said. All right, guys, you've uh, survived the first round. Congratulations. We're going to go to our first commercial break. When we come back to the emails, we go and the guests will answer. Folks, thank you for listening. You are listening to People's Truth here on 95.9 FM, WATD. Don't touch that dial. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Benny Rabbi here with you. Beautiful Monday night, Nine eighteen thirty-seven seconds on the old dial here, 95.9 FM, WATD. We're here. We're talking some hockey tonight. And we're going to open up the phone lines in just a few moments here, folks. If you want to write down the phone number here for the station, you can take that down just in case. 781-837-4900, 781-837-4900. 4900 gentlemen you survived the first wave how are we feeling so far great wonderful splendid splendid all good ad- I love that right good Looks word choice idea. Jill all right all right so let's go let's go right to the email question we had a uh, submission earlier tonight uh, kind of a perspective, not so much a question, but they uh, wanted to say that they've been very proud of you guys, the way that they've seen you guys help develop their kids. Uh, not only been skating for a little bit of a year, this particular kid, but actually has a passion for it. So uh, the crucial fun factor, uh, Chiggs, you were touching on this earlier. How do you guys maintain that fun factor? We'll start with you, Coach Chiggs.
3: Um, well, I think one thing at our program that we do a little bit different than a lot of others is, um, Nick and Tom have put in a lot of effort to try to find coaches that are non-dads. I'm not saying it's across the board because we do have dad coaches, but we try to find coaches that are dedicated. They're going to show up. They're going to do the right things. They have no problem doing the extras. Um, But also, we're a lot younger. Um, You know, I think we've all been in that position where you have the 60-year-old coach that doesn't know how to relate to the kids, doesn't know how to talk to them and everything like that, and is just more of a yeller and a screamer and you know don't get me wrong some days you do want to murder them and you know stuff like that but um you know with with me and specifically Clancy why me and him you know we're pretty similar with our with how we do this the number one goal and a lot of people need to realize this 99.5 percent of these kids you know this is this is this is their NHL this is what they look forward to every weekend and we try to just do our best to make sure it's a fun environment. I mean, that's why when we do our Halloween skills, the coaches dress up in, in outfits and everything. That's why I did a Christmas party with my 2010 team. That's why Adam will do extra whiteboard stuff. You know, it's literally you, you got to care about it. It's not just, uh, yeah, I want free tuition because my kid's on the team and it's a cheap way for me to be a coach. You have to have a passion for it because the kids will know. Um, the kids will call you out very quickly if you're a coach that doesn't really care um, and, and I think you see that with how many kids you know start off in one program the next year and they're in this program the next year and they're in this program and everything like that um, and especially this year I, I think we've done a great job and I don't no. really see an issue with that.
1: Absolutely. Uh, coach Adam please continue. No, abs- <clears throat> Absolutely I agree you know one of the looking back at my playing career one of the best things was you know me playing for people that were not my dad or people i i knew personally you know i you know i was i want to go out there make a name for myself you know and have fun and as a coach you know i do it i have i don't have kids in the program i I have a a three-year-old and an 11 month old so i don't have any kids playing hockey yet i mean i simply do it for the love of the game and to pass on the knowledge and the the you know love of the game that i have and to be able to teach it and see the joy that these kids have when I teach it, that's that's what make, makes it worth it every night. And that's awesome. That's exactly the kind of giving back to the
0: community that we're trying to highlight here on The People's Truth, which uh, if you're just tuning in, you are joining us here on The People's Truth, bringing communities together and keeping the truth alive. Uh, Tom, we'll, we'll go back to you. On an admin level, how has it been uh, just recently with uh, folks trying to get involved or uh, certainly, hopefully, you're not seeing turnaround where kids are coming in and then checking out. Once you get them, they typically stay for a while, right?
2: No, absolutely. I mean, our retention our rate's um, high, to say the least. I don't know the exact numbers at the moment, to be honest, but um, it's been very high across the board.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And uh, that speaks to the quality of the program that you guys are running right now. And I just want to commend you on that because there's not very many programs that will go that extra mile to care for the kids experience and how they're how they're going to remember this and remember it growing as players as they get older into the next level of their careers uh, to be able to impart that knowledge from you guys to them. You know that's huge, and being able to watch that happen has been nothing short of a pleasure. So good on you guys for that. Um, definitely want to talk about some girls' hockey as well. Uh, I know at the complex we have a little bit of a split. What have you guys seen thus far? I mean, obviously the girls and the boys, the compete level has got to be pretty close to the same. I, I've seen some girls out compete some boys, in often uh, circumstances. What have you seen?
2: No, absolutely. I mean, this is our first year as a, a full-fledged girls' program of the U16 and U19 uh, fall half-season team. And um, it's been great results so far. Um, they both had very good seasons, like you said. The compete levels very high, um, and I think girls' hockey as a whole is growing at a tremendous rate, especially in this area.
0: Absolutely, gentlemen. Have any uh, insight
1: on this? Uh, I think girls' hockey. It's you know it's a great thing, and you know to see more and more gr- uh, girls get involved with it every year. It's it's definitely good for the game, good for the to get the exposure out there for them. And you know, and I've seen some girls' games, and they are tenacious out there. They they don't care. They I mean, I played with a few girls growing up. Um, They were on all boys teams, and they were some of the hottest people to play against, (laughs) you know. Uh, But I think it's great for the game, and it's you know it's fun to watch. Absolutely, absolutely,
0: could not agree more on that, gentlemen. Um, I know we have a couple of the Boston Pride at the Thayer Ring. Uh, Can you talk a little bit about the skills clinic that they're running for that?
3: Yeah. So right now we have three or four. Uh, women that play on the Boston Pride that have been great in helping uh, grow our program, as well as get their feet wet in coaching. Um, you know, actually, right now for our learn to skate and learn to play program, every Saturday morning uh, we have Mallory. Mallory's there from seven thirty till twelve twenty every Saturday, helping me out uh, with the learn to skate, learn to play, and stuff like that. I think it's kind of. You know, you see all these girls watch these professional pride games, and then now you can actually go to the rink and interact with them. Um, You know, you don't see that with the Bruins, uh, you know, but these girls are out there trying to build their brand, build their game, and they're phenomenal hockey players, and a lot of them, you know, you can see that they're taken to coaching. Um, I think Mallory and Lauren um, have been doing skills with us pretty much the entire summer, actually. And every single girl's skills that we've put out has done really well. Um, you know, and the main focus of these skills is working on things that we feel are a necessi- necessity. You know, skating um, is kind of the biggest thing right now, and they make it fun. Um, they're out there to make sure that these girls get a good sweat, have a good time, but also they're so available, and them now having the Thayer Sports Center as their home practice rink, you can legitimately just walk in and bump into one of them, and they are always been great with the kids, um, which is awesome.
0: That's awesome. And what has it been like, just at a quality arena like that? And I will call it an arena. That's basically what it is. I mean, how does it feel to call that home ice for you guys?
1: It's great. For me, it's right across the street from my house. <laughs> Dang, it's not getting better than that, but you know, I mean, it, it's it's a beautiful facility. Um, you know, it's the home of the Thayer Tigers, which is one of the most you know well-known private high schools around that has produced multiple NHL players, multiple Olympians, and multiple Division One college. At, you know, it's it's a great facility, and you know, to have the militia play out of there, it just gives more exposure to those older kids for you know Thayer Academy to potentially recruit them or you know, college coaches that are walking in and out all the time to see these kids. And, you know, so it's a great place to to develop your players. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Tom, what's something you wish everybody knew walking into the front doors every day? Something that we we take for granted just in this small group here, but something you wish everyone walking through the front doors of that rink would know?
2: Well, I would say, yeah, what most people in our program either know or should know at this point is it's really a, a large extended hockey family. Um, it's not just a place that you go and you throw on your skates and you go in and go out. Um, you know, everybody here is available at all times, whatever your needs are. Um, and we do treat all of our, our players and families like an actual family. Um, so I think I'd say that's the most unique part uh, about our program.
3: And can I just add something on top of that? The one thing that's the most impressive, in my opinion, and this is why, you know, eventually when you know my child's ready to skate and I can speak for Clancy on this too I can honestly say that between Nick Tom Berg myself and all the coaches we know every single player in the program um, it's not like we have you know six 2009 teams and it's kind of a money grab we at most for the youth have two teams and we actually know every single kid's name you know what position he plays and we actually care um at the end of the day, um you know all these kids are looking for a place where they feel at home and they feel their priority, and I feel that we do a very good job of that, where you know I'll talk with Tom at eleven o'clock at night, hey, what do you think about you know this two thousand eleven maybe playing for me next year on the two thousand tens? He knows exactly who I'm talking about, and he gives me his honest opinion and stuff like that, whereas you know it's some of these other organizations that you know, or the ones that have been around for a while, the ones that are, you know, oh, you gotta play there. Um, if you ask their owner who their star two thousand nine or two thousand ten player is, I can, you know, ninety five percent certain say that a lot of them would just look at you and be like, What what are you talking about? I'm gonna go to the golf course right now.
0: Yeah, right. Who are we talking about? This is a what now? Yeah. And <laughs>
3: oh. that's something that I really Nick and Tom do a good job of that.
1: Absolutely. No, definitely. I mean, and like Tom said and chig said you know it's definitely a family over there and you know the one thing i loved about hockey was you know the the brotherhood that you build with your teammates you know and and to see even my group you know the little u8 team becoming best friends and hanging out with each other after practice and on the weekends like that's to me is what it's all about is building that those relationships those bonds and some of my closest friends my entire life i met through hockey you know, and that's what I like seeing these kids do and it's been a great you know great experience so far working with Tom and Chiggs and Nick and Berg and everyone else over there. so it's it's a great program.
0: Excellently said, gentlemen. We are coming up on our halftime break already. Time is just flying by, is it not? I mean, it feels like we've been on air for, what, three, four minutes maybe? It's already been a half hour. Can you believe this? Let's keep it going. I'm telling you, man. Talk about a wagon and a ship. That's how you do it, boys. (laughs) All right. Well, we will take our halftime break. Thank you for listening so far. 95.9 FM, WATD. Betty Rabbi here with The People's Truth. Got some great guests. Don't move. We got more coming up. Here we go. Are you a veteran or about to become one? Do you have a family member or a friend who is a veteran? I'm Greg Brasso, host of Veterans Voice Radio here on 95.9 WATD. The show is dedicated to helping veterans and active members of the military learn about and apply for benefits and programs they have qualified for and certainly earned. Brought to you in part by U.S. Family Health Plan, Brennan's Smoke Shop, and Sullivan Tyre. Join Veterans Voice Radio this Thursday from 7 to 8 here at 95.9 WATD. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The People's Truth, 95.9 WATD. The light of justice being shined tonight, folks. We're talking hockey. Best game ever. And uh, I will argue with you about that. I think the uh, room of guests that I have will also argue that. Gentlemen, what do we say to folks that say hockey isn't the best game on earth exactly? See you, doctor. There it is. (laughs) There it is. Well said, coach. Well said. (laughs) All right. We are uh, halfway through our show, so I want to make sure we give credit where credit is due. Gentlemen, it's time to give back to our families and those who have sacrificed for us to help us get to where we are so that we can continue that sacrifice and help out our families. Tom, uh, let's let's start with you, but just give us a little bit of background. Who is really a big mentor for you getting into the hockey scene? And I know you're in a whole bunch of different facets of it at this point, but what was the thing or person that helped you out the most?
2: Well, uh, to start, I mean, my dad played growing up and he wanted me to get in the game and if you ask him, you know, I'm still... He <laughs> I'll always say that I was uh, I was supposed to be a lefty and I ended up being a righty, so...
0: Uh, <laughs> I uh, that explains
2: my, uh, my hockey career, but... Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, he got me involved in the game and he gave me the resources to, to you know, try to get to the furthest point that I could. Um, but my mom was the one that kind of got me up at 4.30 in the morning to go to this skating session or that skating session, practices, games, um, no matter the weather, no matter where the location was, so...
3: Um, I'd say I give both
2: of them the, the credit for sure for how I got involved in the game in the, in the first place.
0: Awesome, awesome. Coach Chiggs?
3: Uh, so I was raised by my grandparents. Um, my grandfather owned New England Hockey Institute, so um, I didn't really have a life besides hockey, to be honest, when I was a kid. So, you know, when kids maybe were going to campground or something, I was going to a hockey camp. Um, it was great. Um, I owe pretty much all of everything that I became as a hockey player to my grandfather and the way he trained me. And, you know, I, I literally did skate uh, five to six times a week and everything. So, you um, and I also, yeah, I know, right. <laughs> Thanks Tom. Um, but then, you know, a lot of it I give to my grandmother, especially once I hit the high school level. Uh, my grandmother was the one that was there to make sure that I had anything that I needed um, and, and really took care of me.
1: That's awesome. Coach Clance. Uh, yeah, I mean, my my two biggest supporters that I can't thank enough are my uh, my mother and father. Um, and I especially, you know, I thank them for making all the sacrifices to putting me in the best equipment, getting me on the best teams, getting me to the rink every morning at 5 a.m. Uh, and, you know, and definitely a, a shout-out to my sister who had to endorse some of those painful car rides that early in the morning. Um, but, you know, it's definitely I want to be where I am as a person or as a hockey player, if it wasn't off my parents. All the sacrifices they made, you know, it's beyond thankful. Absolutely.
0: Now, how do you how do you guys find that in your current day life with your, your current day families, not necessarily your immediate families, but how is that sacrifice translated to what you've been able to provide for your families? Now, using the knowledge that you've gained from hockey. Coach, we'll start with you, uh, Adam.
1: Oh, wow, on the hot Rever- Reverse order now. <laughs> <clears throat> ah, You know, I mean, it's it's just taught me to you know to, to work hard and I you know my parents did what they did and my father always taught me to work hard and work hard if I want something to go out and get it and do what it takes to get it and that's kind of how I try to drive the players that I coach is you know if you want to win you want to go out and become a better hockey player you just have to go out and do it you know there's there's a quote actions speak louder than words you know you can tell me you're going to go out and score nine ten goals a game some of them do um but, you know, I'd rather just see you go out and do it. And that was kind of what my father, you know, input into my, my mind as a young hockey player. And even when I played any sport I played, you know, he even as a father or as an adult, same way, you know, work hard for what you want. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of been my mentality my whole life because of the way I was raised.
0: Excellently said. We'll go reverse order, Tom. Same question to you, my friend. How is a uh, the current day situation Based on your knowledge and what hockey has given to you throughout life, how have you been able to translate that to more giving back in your life to your current day?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for me, hockey above more than it just being a game, it's about teaching life skills. So, I mean, hockey taught me just about everything that I know about you know handling day to day tasks, whether it's setting an aco- setting and accomplishing goals, handling adversity, working with team you know team teammates. Um, yeah, it's really helped me with just about everything. Um, I, mean, I think it's... I don't know what I what I would be like without hockey, to be honest.
0: I have the same thought. I mean, I just don't know. Like, life wouldn't even be yeah. life, would I'm it? I'm
2: also in a rank 24-7, so I really have no life outside
0: of hockey anyways. <laughs> <But> <laughs>
3: so life would be boring without hockey, <laughs> to know. be
2: completely honest true. I really don't know what life would
0: be. Facts. Facts. <laughs> Coach Jiggs, please. Same question to you, my friend.
3: Um, so, for me, uh, my grandfather and my grandmother had always kind of told me, the only thing you really have in this world is your name. Um, so, you know... Um, as a hockey player. I think everybody that knows me, I was a terrible defensive player. And you still I, are. I, yeah, I can't. And <laughs> I would never pass the puck, you know, and stuff like that. But the one thing I did do was work hard. Um, and, you know, still to this day, I mean, Clancy has two jobs now. I have two, almost three jobs. Tom has a couple jobs. You know, <laughs> it's, it's not that you know nine to five it's go to your regular job and then go to the rink and if a dad or a mom wants to talk to you and it's important then you listen you know so um i put in a lot of effort and a lot of work um i know that my team specifically a lot of the kids and a lot of the parents really appreciate all that i do which is great but at the same time you know i'd rather them have me as a coach and i can provide the extra so um i never have a problem with rolling up my sleeves and doing some extra
0: work Absolutely. Um, guys, touch on the current family as well. I mean, feel free. Let's give some shout-outs where shout-outs are due because if, uh, if the families are putting up with you guys on a daily basis, I mean, they've got to have a round of applause all for themselves. So
1: we'll go ahead and do that. This is for the families. No, absolutely. You know, I mean, as coaches, you know, especially with Chiggs and I, you know, we're gone. Well, Chiggs is gone every night of the week at the rink. But, I mean, I'm gone two nights a week. I'm um, gone every Saturday and Sunday for games and you know I wouldn't be able to do this without the support of my wife um, you know my wife Kristen who I love dearly you know she's at home with our two little boys Jack and Max and you know she allows me to go out and do this cuz she knows I love it and it's it means the world to me that she lets me do it and you know it's I couldn't do it without the, the love and support of her so you know I I can't thank her enough for for who she is and pushing me to do it too
0: uh, and letting her uh, let you come out and play with us, you know that's really cool, yeah, Most, mostly appreciated. <laughs> no,
1: absolutely. you know she's she's a huge supporter of it. Um you know, she loves the fact that I love doing it. She's always supporting me to you know doing the player of the game award. She thinks that's great. like just little things she just supports every little aspect of my coaching and understands the time and the the dedication that it takes. and it's I can't thank her enough for it, absolutely. Coach Chiggs. Along that same line, please, feel free.
3: Um, well, so obviously...
1: Uh, you can thank me, chicks I'm right here. Yeah,
3: I know. I love you, Clint. <laughs> so my wife is not exactly uh, the most lovey-dovey person in the world. <laughs> and uh, let's just say, you know, she's very, very happy that I'm not home a lot. Um, but in all honesty, you know, she was the one that pushed me a couple of years ago to kind of... Uh, looking to maybe getting back into hockey and without her, you know, taking care of some things at the house because I really, you know, I, I go to Archie's at, leave at 7.30 a.m. and I usually get home around, you know, 10 or 11. So without her and her love and support and, you know, um, I just don't know what I'd be able to do with it. So uh, she's been great and she puts up with a lot, um, you know, and, and she's she's been nothing but a trooper about it.
0: That's awesome, and I love your choice of words, buddy. Well, well played, well said, Tom. Same to you, my friend. Uh, just go ahead, go right for it. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm
2: a single 23 year old, so I really don't have to, uh, you know, wait, hear wait, that,
0: ladies. We we, we we got the sound
2: effect. <laughs> yeah, that hold on. I did I did put my phone number out there before. It's 978-512-9935. <laughs> but with that said, just don't um, email him. <laughs> don't email me.
0: That's a direct call, folks. Direct call. <laughs> hockey is the one, and that's it will really always a... be. I love it, buddy. I yeah, love it. Well all said. I get in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll, you, we always have hockey, folks. There's nowhere to turn away from that. Greatest game on earth. Uh, gentlemen, what's some more information that, uh, you'd like folks to know, especially parents? Uh, how have you had to deal with any parents maybe being a little overbearing during these games? Have you had anyone trying to stylize your coaching, trying to force into it? How do you deal with that? If there is, I'm not saying there is, but if.
1: How would you deal? I, I think, I mean, for me, I, I try to to nip it in the butt before the season even starts. You know, I, I have a meeting with my parents, and, you know, all I ask for is, and I have a great group of parents this year. They're, they, they're supportive in every way, and they don't interfere, and it's great. You know, all I ask for from the parents is just come to the rink and watch what your son loves to do, and that's play hockey. You know, watch them build friendships and bonds with teammates while you build friendships and bonds with the other parents you know don't every player in my eyes every player develops at a different pace so let them develop at their own pace and just watch them have fun as long as they go go to the rink and come home and say i had so much fun at practice today then that's all that matters you know it you you play for the love of the game and that that's all they should be doing
0: Absolutely. Well said. Uh, gentlemen, anything else to add to that thought just along the lines of uh, anything you'd like folks to know about? or uh, I mean, yeah. we still have another segment we're going to talk about some more stuff coming up, but uh, just wrapping up this one, uh, any closing thoughts?
3: Yeah. And to go off of what Clancy said, um, what I've kind of realized is if you're up front with a lot of people and you're honest with everything that to expect, people respect that. But, you know, um, me and Clancy have... Have a job of teaching kids how to basically learn the game of hockey the correct way in our eyes, you know. And we're in a we're in a situation in an environment where our owners allow us to teach the kids the correct way without a major focus on winning. Now I'm not saying our teams are
0: wagons. winnings. You know, yeah, they do happen to be wagons, wagons. Yes,
3: coincidentally. Yes, so we do fine, but. At the end of the day, it's not, you know, I can't believe you didn't beat that team 12 to nothing. That's ridiculous that you might see some other places. You know, we focus on the kids coming to the rink, having a good time, and we also focus on good families. Um, so, so far this year during COVID, my 2010 team has done paintball together. They've done the Canton treetop together. Um, they did a uh, kick off the season, you know, uh, pool party and everything like that all COVID safe and everything and we did all that at the beginning, but you know, a lot of these kids, these are gonna be their friends for the next three or four years.
1: If not a lifetime.
3: Yes. And you know, don't get me wrong, it's always great to have that one kid on your team that's amazing. But if their family doesn't buy into your philosophy and if their family doesn't buy into to what we are as an organization, sometimes it's better off that they go and find what they're looking for they have to have that warm and fuzzy feeling when they come to the rink that, you know, this is the place I belong. And I think we saw it this year specifically because this is just my second year here. There's families that have left the program and, you know, wow, shocking. They're messaging our coaches again saying, you know, they'd love to get back involved and everything like that because here at the Vikings and Militia, it's so corny and it's so sappy, but we actually care. And, you know, me and tom specifically like we've had conversations about players and sometimes it doesn't work and you just shake your head and you wish that they saw your philosophy but it's not for everybody. You know, if you want if you want your 8 or 9 or 10 year old kid to play first line minutes over everybody else then maybe you belong in a different organization where here we roll the lines. Here if you don't come to practice, yeah, you okay fine, I won't put you out on the power play, you know. Because my fourth line winger, he does come to practice and he comes to skills and he deserves it because he's learning the value of work ethic.
0: That's
1: right. Um, and putting sure. the time and effort into it, and you get the reward for doing so. No, absolutely. And you know, to build off what Chig said, it's getting them to understand that you have to earn, you know, earn your ice time, earn your playing time, earn what you want. Um, but you know, at the younger level, again, it's really. Really getting them to have as much fun as possible, and you know, Ben is, as, you know, as you as my assistant. After every practice, when I go over and give all the kids a fist pump, I ask every single one of them, "Did you guys have fun tonight?" And they all say yes. And to me, that is the most successful practice that I could ever run. Yeah. You know, uh, yes, I'm developing them, teaching them, you know, little things, positioning on the ice, shooting a puck, passing a puck. You know, when you get older, at you know the the bantam and the the midget and the high school level, like then you start more focusing on you know your system and things like that at the younger level just focus on getting better and just having as much fun as you can possibly have well said gentlemen well said time has unfortunately flown across our
0: dial here this evening it's already time for our final break of the evening so we're gonna go ahead and step aside we'll do that when we come back our final segment here on the people's truth we got a whole room full of guests here that just beaming with information about hockey and i am just loving this folks i hope you are too Benny Rabbi here with you, 95.9 FM, WATD. Don't go anywhere. All right, welcome back, folks. Benny Rabbi here with you. Final segment, last 10 minutes of The People's Truth, here with Tom Walsh, Coach Anthony Chickaschola, and Coach Adam Clancy. Welcome, welcome, folks. We are going to open up the phone lines for the final few minutes of the show here, 781-837-4900. If you want to throw a question at one of our guests here in the last few minutes of the show, eight, 781-837-4900. In the meantime, gentlemen, before we uh, get to our phone calls here, what's, uh, what's some more information? Again, I just want to make sure people know... Uh, exactly how they can reach out to the different levels of the organization, depending on if they have a younger player, maybe they have a kid in middle school, high school level. What is the best way for those parents to get in touch with you guys?
2: I would say just, you know, go on our website. We've got vikingshockeyclub.com and then militiahockey.com. Um, and from there, they can fill out a player inquiry form. Um, we've got our whole contact list on there um, and the different, you know, between Rob Burke, who's the director of our uh, Vikings and Militia program, my partner, Nick Cassiopolis, myself, um, Anthony Chicasola. You know, there's plenty of people to reach out to, and um, somebody, somebody will definitely get back to you.
0: All right, well, a couple of questions for you guys as we were uh, going through this. Uh, we we want to know, the people are dying to hear. Tom, the funniest thing you've ever seen on the ice. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> what a response. I want to pass this one off to Clancy. He's going to defer to Coach Clancy. Coach? Funniest thing I've seen on the ice, and it could have been at any level during your playing career, during coaching, playing, whatever. The funniest thing you ever seen on the ice. Chig, start thinking, you're next, buddy.
1: I got to be honest with you. Last week of practice, I was trying to show the kids a drill, and I, uh, I, I took a toe pick, and I went down hard. Not gonna lie, I went down hard, and um, I was pretty sore for about a week from that but uh that it was me personally coaching wise uh probably about 3 years ago we were playing a team out of Lowell and they had one of the the crazy parents as they would say who was just not happy with the ref and he decided to throw a full Pepsi bottle from the stands at the ref on the ice during the middle of the game no sir yeah
0: yeah. No, sir. Obviously, yeah. Finn ejected
1: immediately, right? Yeah, there was about a 20-minute stoppage just to get the guy to leave wow. the Wow.
0: And, and, folks, just for the record, I did get to see that magnificent toe pick he was talking about. Mm-hmm. It was like a reverse Bobby Orr, but far more majestic. Kind of like a gazelle in the air. It was beautiful. So if there's
1: a chiropractor out there, please give me a call.
0: <laughs> we are looking for chiropractic <laughs> sponsors. Folks, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Coach, I hope you're feeling okay after that. Uh, Coach Chiggs, please, the funniest thing you've ever seen, and i got to believe this is going to be good.
3: Um, so, coaching-wise... It was probably uh, last year uh, my team went to J-Peak Vermont for our tournament, and we played a team from New Hampshire. Um, Their organization is going to remain nameless, and uh, (coughs) to say that their parents had a little too much to drink uh, is an understatement that during the game, uh, mind you, we're a team from Massachusetts, and they're a team from New Hampshire. Their dads and their moms are all chanting USA. Um, Wh- and, what? And just kept on chanting USA. So uh, it was one of the weirdest uh, things I've ever seen. All the parents were uh, intoxicated, trying to give high fives to all my players after, and it was um, oh boy, it so- was,
0: sounds like an experience, my friend. <laughs> yeah, that, that definitely die.
3: that definitely takes the <laughs> cake on that one.
0: Wow. Uh, all right, that's uh, that's one way to do it. Uh, Tom, did you think of a good one, man? I have the next round of questions ready to go. Next topic. Next topic. <laughs> Best chirp you've ever heard
1: that you can actually share with us on air? Next. I'll, I'll take that one. Uh, I'm gonna actually going to go back to about two, maybe three years ago, Chigs and I in Men's League. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, this would be good. Yeah. I love Chigs like a brother. Um, his chirping game is not quite up to par <laughs> and he was chirping with a guy on the ice and he yelled at him and told him why don't you go back to might seas <laughs> just out of nowhere And you thought you could laugh, but you just couldn't because you were just shocked that something like that came out of his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I can imagine the look on everybody's
0: face. Well done, Chiggs. Well done. Um, We've got uh, just the last, what, six minutes already. Wow, this hour just absolutely flew by. We're having a blast here. Uh, Coach Chiggs, what's on your mind, buddy? Look like you got something ready to fly. Um, Bring it. The best
3: chirp I've ever heard um, my friend is, uh, his name's Jordan Lavallee Smotherman. Uh, he's a professional hockey player and he plays in uh, Europe still. Um, he said he was at Atlanta Thrashers training camp uh, and he was racing for a puck with a veteran um, and everything. And they went into the boards, crash, bang, and everything like that. And Jordan was given like number, I don't know, something like 76 or something like that for training camp. And they're just skating back to the to the dot to take the face off, and this veteran leaned over and went, huh, number 76, huh? Well, you're going home tomorrow. And uh, <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> said it was the best chirp, and that one always gets me.
0: I love it. That's some good stuff right there. Uh, Coach Adam, before I forget,
1: you uh, recently signed on with a uh, equipment company. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, I, I signed on with uh, Vibero Hockey just as a uh, part-time equipment sales rep to uh, help get the name out there. They do, you know, fully... Custom, uh, customizable equipment, gloves, pants, jerseys, bags, um, toiletry bags, backpacks, um, jumpsuits, jerseys, everything. So uh, they're a great company um, for BarrowHockey.com. That's awesome. And we'll definitely have to get some more information to uh, put up on social media
0: for, that, for you through that. And uh, hopefully we can help get the word out. there. some great hockey equipment at a, a great price from a good friend. So that's awesome. Um, gentlemen, any other thing you would like to bring up? I know... Uh, Jigs, I actually, I heard a rumor I wanted to address with you real quick here. Real quick. And this is unscripted, folks. This is live radio here. I heard a rumor that you go through at least three sticks a week. Is that true <laughs> oh or not? My
1: God. <laughs> is it true? Uh, not, More. Nah. More?
3: I wouldn't, I don't know. Maybe three sticks a
1: What I don't understand is how you go through that many sticks as a coach. <laughs> how angry are you getting at your kids? <laughs> it's not that. If Nick and Tom would
3: stop making shooting clinics then I'd be good but I you know, uh, hey, need to get a barrel. To then. Develop.
1: What's up? The kids have to develop. Yes. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean um actually I don't Ben we so, should ask Chigs about his uh jersey collection. No.
0: You you know what? You're right but I think we should save that for its whole Perfect. own episode.
1: You got you need longer than an hour.
0: You need longer than an hour. But I will ask him right here on the spot how many.
1: Uh sticks a week? No, 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 jerseys. Oh. I uh, want a total number, buddy. So <laughs> oh, do we do we not while he, know? While he thinks of the number, <laughs> let's just it. say, I remember being at Chig's before he got married at his apartment one night, and he opened up a, a hallway closet that was completely full of all NHL jerseys. Uh, I've never seen anything like that in my life, unless I was at a. An NHL arena.
0: There's only one question that has to be begged by that. Did he have a Habs jersey in there?
1: No. no, no Okay, no. He, you, he knows better. Okay.
0: He lived to uh, fi- fight another day. Good job, buddy. Good job. Good call. Uh, one more time, guys, just because we're in the last couple minutes. I just want to make sure we really get the information out there. Uh, Coach Chiggs, how can people find you on social media, and how can they get a hold of you if they have any questions they'd like to address?
3: Um, so, on Facebook, my name's Anthony Chigasola. Uh, on Instagram, it's Coach Chig. Um, you can email me at coachchig at gmail.com, or you can uh, text me 617 947 1384. I'm up till about 2 in the morning every day. so
1: There it is. Coach Adam. really is. <laughs> Same for you, my friend. Um, my Instagram is afclancy4. Um, email is coachclancy44 at gmail.com. Uh, my Facebook is Adam Francis. Um, my phone number is 774 277 2279. Um, you know, love to help expand and grow the, the Viking militia program. So, if anyone's interested, please feel free to reach out. Absolutely. Tom, your contact info, please? Yep, 978
2: 512 9935, and then Tom at VikingsHockeyClub.com.
1: Uh, please do not reach out at 2 a.m., but uh, <laughs>
2: otherwise, you know, feel free to call or text me
1: whenever. <laughs> definitely call or text because that email address is probably not valid. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. That's awesome.
0: Well, gentlemen, I just want to thank you. You've been great guests here tonight on The People's Truth. I definitely feel we have accomplished that mission. We have brought communities together, and we have kept the truth of hockey alive. I want to thank you very much for joining us on the program tonight.
2: Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. We're looking forward to having you guys back on a future program and uh, all kinds of other stuff coming up as well. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are going to wrap up our program as we always do on a Monday night. Want to make sure we thank all of our listeners out there for joining us on 95.9 FM WATD. Don't forget you can stream this show on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn app, and all major streaming platforms. You can get us on Podbean, The People's Truth 33, Instagram, same deal, The People's Truth 33, on Twitter, PTruth33. 33. You see the the formula there. Just follow it. You'll find it. Excited Sound Studios production. Thank you so much for joining us. 95.9 FM WATD. Have a great night, folks. Stay safe and stay true.